When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Aaron Goldhammer was number two on my list of fill-in hosts here on Amber and Ian because of his opinion on whether you are or not allowed to drop your dog's feces into a random neighborhood trash can. And when I referred to him as, I'm a, you're my friend, I'm walking through your neighborhood, he goes, eh, he just dropped him two to three right there. Because of number two, I dropped <laughs> from number two. Exactly right. Because of the deuce. You drop to number three. There it is right there here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel Lady. Uh, we, we began the show with an NFL big-picture conversation in our pre-show meeting, uh, and we couldn't believe it. I mean, we actually had to do math. And going back to Chevy Chase as President Ford in and, and, and Saturday Night Live, it was to my knowledge that there would be no math here on ESPN Radio. But this was not higher math. This was simple addition and subtraction. And this is remarkable. When you really look at it, Coming into week 15 of the NFL, 22 of 32 teams coming into this weekend, starting on Thursday night, 48 hours from now, are legitimately alive for the playoffs. Goldie, I don't remember in the last, what, 10, 15 years, yeah. 22 of 32 legit, legitimately alive, not mathematically, legitimately alive, 11 in each conference this yeah. late in the season. Yeah, you know, and I go back to what Tom Brady had told uh, Stephen A. a couple of weeks ago about the mediocrity of the league and how, you know, he feels like the quality of play isn't very high. And I think as a fan, what you want, I mean, excellence is great, but I think what you want is to have an exciting end of the season. And there are so many games, if you look at the upcoming slate for the next four weeks, that are going to have major, major playoff implications. And there are very few that are, yeah, just Red Zone Channel, just totally forget about that one. You know, I, I don't, there's the occasional one, but Ian, most every game from here on out is going to have some significance. And to me, that's what defines a competitive and interesting and fun to watch league as a fan. Yeah. And, you know, Tom Brady, when he said that, I mean, I kind of like went, what? It's not like you were played a decade ago you just retired and now you're now you're kind of taking a shot at the state of play in the league i mean if troy aikman wants to do that okay joe montana okay tom you just retired man i mean come on like don't say like well hey you know when i played yet you just you just played so that one i i I didn't i didn't really that didn't it didn't taste very well on my palate you yeah. know, the, the way he phrased that. But like, I, I, I was trying to figure out why do we have 22 of 32 still alive? And you brought up defense, and I'm going to go a different route also. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But also, the backup quarterback. Bill yeah. Polian famously said many, many years ago, a great friend of ours, had a, the privilege of, of calling NFL games with him for four years. I mean, I learned more from that man on one drive coming from Foxborough to Bristol, Connecticut, after we did a Patriots game on Route 6, and that two-hour drive that I'd ever learned at that time in my 45 years on the earth, right? I mean, the dude has just got such a wealth of knowledge. That's why he's in Canton. He said one of his biggest regrets 
in putting together teams was when Peyton Manning had that neck injury with the yeah. Colts. Yep. He did not put enough emphasis on the backup quarterback. Right. And that, and since then, and he, when he made that comment, you have seen damn near every general manager in the NFL mm-hmm. pay more money mm-hmm. to upgrade the backup quarterback position. And look what's going on right now. Jake Browning in Cincinnati, yep. keeping them alive with Joe Burrow being out. Gardner Minshew with the Colts with, when AR went down. They are the seven seed right now, keeping them alive. So I think you you are correct. Defense is part of the reason that only 10 teams are done and the other 22 are still alive. But I think the backup quarterback and more of an emphasis being put on it is also a big part of it. You know, I think it's so important now that we've had in the last five, seven years a backup quarterback win the Super Bowl MVP. I mean, what does that tell you? That you can have a guy go down and still have someone else step up in his stead. And it's not just teams with rookie QBs and – you know, the, the Colts protecting themselves with Gardner Minshew has saved their season. Are they going to the Super Bowl this year? Probably not. Has it been fun for their fans to Absolutely. watch this wild ride? Absolutely. Oh, by the way, if you don't think they're capable of pulling an upset if they get in, they beat Baltimore in the regular season once. They've given good teams a run for their – and that's why I think part of the story of the 22 teams still alive is that we are destined this year to have at least one big surprise Super Bowl team. I'm not saying that I think somebody's going to come from the seven seed or that I think someone from way outside the playoff picture, the Chicago Bears, could go on some crazy wild run. But I just think the distance between the number one seeds that get the first round home games and the buys and all of that and the number six or number five seeds isn't very wide, I bet you a wild card team and a team that you would not consider a bona fide Super Bowl contender is going to be playing in that game in Las Vegas the second weekend in February. No, nothing shocks me anymore when it comes to the league, man. Absolutely nothing. Uh, and, and to your point. But also think about this. You couple what we have right now with so many fan bases, 22 fan bases right now, are sitting there going, we got a shot. Yeah. You're saying there's a chance. I mean, and, and we're not talking dumb and dumber, you know, one in a million. I mean, it's you, you have a legit shot to make the postseason. And as Bill Parcells famously said, once you're in the tournament, you got a shot. You know, yeah. so, and, and we've seen more often than not, wild card teams make that run at least to a conference championship game. To your yes. point about the Bengals and Joe Burrow a few years ago, we yeah. have seen that a ton. Heck, Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers went on the road three consecutive weeks and made a Super Bowl. So so did Green Bay. Yep. Remember, I think, Absolutely. went as a number six seed and won. The, so now in the era of only the one bye and the importance of home field, I don't know. I mean, certainly I'd rather be the number one seed. But I remember, like, I'll give you a perfect example. A couple years ago, did anybody have Tennessee and Ryan Tannehill pulling off the upset out of the 14-2 and two Baltimore no. Ravens? Hell and no. then And then giving Mahomes a pretty good game. You know, have a lead chance, for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. So that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Like if you're a Jags fan or even Ian, I'm in Cleveland. OK, you're in Dallas. Obviously, your team right now, they're in first place in their division. At least oh, according no, no, no. to the standings page I'm a boot, on ESPN.com. I'm, I'm a boot boy. I'm a Saints fan. You know, so that's, I'm a proud son of the state of Louisiana. My wife, she's the Cowboys fan. Fair, so there you fair, go. Just, just to correct. But there so, go. so I am in Cleveland right now. And the Browns are on their fourth quarterback, and they're eight and five. And they have more players on injured reserve who are key starters than any other team in the league. And even Browns fans now with Joe Flacco off his couch 
off of an audition at ESPN <laughs> when he when he had bought a Sunday ticket on YouTube TV at his parents' house to watch games. Now looks good enough, and the Browns' defense is good enough that Cleveland fans have convinced themselves that maybe they have a chance to get back in their division race, and there's a world in which the Browns could end up going to the... Like, the door in the AFC is open enough that it doesn't feel impossible. Yeah, no, I I, I hear you. And that Flacco thing, man, I'm pulling for him because that would be just a remarkable, remarkable story. He's Aaron Goldhammer and for Amber Wilson on me and Pitt Simmons here on ESPN Radio. And that leads me to the Miami Dolphins now lost last night. They blew a 14-point lead. With three minutes to go. And by the way, Jeez. I had the under in that game. I had the Giants on the money line. Giants Ugh. plus the points. Uh-huh. I had Tennessee plus the four, thir- 13 and a half. Bought it to 14. And then, but my my one of my favorite plays of the night was the under in that game. Gurr, the rookie out of uh, out of Louisiana, muffs the – what is he doing going for that punt? And that's when it I started. Know. I mean, I, I, they, I, get, they the Tennessee Titans gifted Miami 21 points inside the 10-yard line. <laughs> A pitch six, the Will (laughs) Levis pitch to Derrick Henry, which is like a rocket off his right shoulder, at the very first play after the muff punt on the five-yard line. Yeah. I couldn't believe that game went over. But anyway, and and to have that 21 points gifted to you, and you still found a way to, to lose the game. Yeah. That we have that, that has never happened in the history of the NFL in the in regulation play. Yeah. Up 14 with three to go and lose. You mentioned that only the top seed, folks, remember that now, is the only one that gets the bye week. Baltimore right now at 10-3, and three, they're the top seed. How big was that loss from the Miami Dolphins? Massive. Blowing a 14-point gift yep. to now be 9-4. and four. I'll tell you the other thing that I think is important about it is that I think for them, home field is as important as it is for Amen. any team this yep. side of the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Yep. Because I think for them going on the road to a cold environment, we've seen what they're like in Buffalo. They can't win there to save their lives. I think it really hurts Miami's chances of going on a run. The other thing I noted, when Tyreek Hill went out of that game, and I'm, I don't know that I could sit here and stump for a wide receiver to win the MVP but he is the most important non-quarterback, I think, in the NFL because they are a totally different team without him on the field. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that one. But as a matter of fact, my MVP right now, I'd go Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy, and Tyreek Hill right on Purdy's heels. Yeah, yep. I mean, it's, I kind of agree with I kind of agree with that order. I agree he's with that order. Right in the mix. He's Aaron Goldhammer on me and Fitzsimmons. All right, coming up next, we switch gears. We'll go to the hardwood of the NBA, which, by the way, speaking of the NBA, right now, Mavs lead the Lakers 88-85. LeBron James and Luka going at it at the AAC in downtown Dallas. An NBA player just got fined an amount that you may not believe. Details when you return right here on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Country rejoins tonight. I'm trying to figure out Rachel's theme, and I haven't, I haven't gotten it yet. Rachel, RIP tonight, James Steele producing with Aaron Goldhammer in for Amber Wilson, who has the night off on me and Fitzsimmons. It's a tough one. I, it is. If she wouldn't have told me, then I, I would have had no idea. A lot of country, a lot of boys. Boys around here was earlier. Nope. Okay. I'll, I'll, I got two more chances to there figure this Christina thing Aguilera, out. There was Christina Aguilera, I feel like we played earlier. Was I do show? have the list if you guys need it later. But Okay. All right. I feel like that'll Eastern. position yes. us to put us uh, in a better spot to get this right. I've been listening every night. I, I, and normally I drill this thing, and I, I'm, I'm, she's, she's beaten me so far tonight. Uh, I, I, I have, she's now, she, I didn't hear the Aguilera, so I'm, now I'm really, really, yeah, I got no shot. All right, let's get into it. An NBA player just got fined $2,000. Now, $2,000 to an NBA player, Goldie, is, when I mean, they got that in their ashtray. Do we still have ashtrays? Are they still around anyway? Did I just date myself? Um, even, even if you're not, don't have ashtrays. So, <laughs> Malik Monk plays for the Sacramento Kings, okay? I looked it up, Ian. He's making $9.7 million this year, you know, and rightfully so. Malik Monk's a dead-eyed three-point shooter. Kings have become an up-and-coming team in the league. So he gets a flopping fine. He was not called for the foul over the course of the game, which, by the right. way, the officials, you should call this more often because it happens all over the place in the NBA. Amen. And especially when you see it on review, call it, and then you discourage it from happening to everybody else. There's some blatant ones that I've seen that don't get called. Okay, you fine him $2,000. $2,000 to a guy making $9.7 million. Ian, I did the math. I figured the average American household <laughs> generates, let's just say, $50,000 a year in annual income. Okay. okay. This is this is the second time tonight we've had to do math, and this one is much more uncomfortable than the previous one. But go ahead. All right, here we Correct. go. Come Correct. On. Correct. I, I was told there would be no math yeah, on this you. show, but here go we ahead. go. So two thousand dollars to Malik Monk. Guess how much money that is to the average American household. If you say the average American household bring in brings in somewhere around fifty thousand dollars a year, a quarter, ten bucks. Imagine $10. if someone tried to fine you ten dollars. What you would say? Here's get, my ten. And by get, the way, I tell you what: if that's all it is, guess what I'm going to do? Here's another ten on top of it. Let me tell you what I really think. Right? I, I mean, you're not deterring anybody from the the purpose of the fine is to to do to to deter you from doing it again. Correct. If I'm Malik Monk, I'm going. That that's it, two grand. Two grand. I I mean, uh, you want that in cash? Uh, you want me to Venmo you that? I mean, how, how are we doing this, Coach? Because uh, by the way, I'm making sure in a fifty fifty play, I'm doing it again, yeah, and again, no and question, again. no question. But you find you're finding me ten bucks. You mean you me want $10. me to loan you ten bucks? What is it? A ten dollar? Can you imagine? You got a speeding ticket. You get pulled over. 
normally the fines what's a couple hundred dollars you know it's it it kind of hurts to well, the insurance of, is what hurts you right unless you have a good both. lawyer and you you push it out or whatever you go to traffic uh, court all, all of the stuff. above yeah. but if they said the ticket was yeah. ten dollars you would say wait 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 ten dollars hey, you know you know where you can do that is in montana what at, le- at least back in the day i don't know if you still can but when, when i was living out in wyoming uh you know, we, you go up and you're going for hikes up in Bozeman or whatever, and you go, you know, for an, on a camping trip, and it, you could go like 105. Anybody living in Montana, you can say, tell me if this is still around at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. But you could literally, you, your cop pulls you over, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going, you know, in some places there, you know, on those wide open interstates with nothing around you, the speed limit's 90. Mm-hmm. So you, you say you're going a hundo. So the posted and, and, speed limit in Montana is ninety and miles some, an hour. Some place, what is this, the at least eighty five. Yeah, at least eighty five in some spots. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's oh my god. It's wide open. There's nothing. There's nothing around. Yeah. You. Yeah. I okay. I mean, it's zero. So you get pulled over, and you know, you can say you want to pay it now or or later, and you just it was like twenty five bucks or fifty bucks, and if you just gave me pay it right there and get racking your rig and swipe your card hit, or, or did they hit, take cash? Hit, hit eighty five and go. I never had it happen to me, but. I had friends that it did. So that's kind of Malik Monk. Like Malik Monk just got a speeding ticket right in like in like Montana, going ninety and eighty five. Oh, really? How much is that? Okay. Here's the ten bucks. Moving on. And Ian, to me, like this is an annoying thing to watch in sports. Right. Is it it, does anybody like the flopping? Like it especially the worst one to me, I would find quadruple for the guys who are trying to shoot three-pointers and kick their legs out, and the officials get baited, and they send them to the line for three free throws. These Trey Young, James Harden plays, it just makes me want to take my remote and throw it right into the TV. It's not To, to your point about the brotherly shove from earlier on in the show, that's not basketball. That's like uh, Broadway play stuff. And soccer has sort of brought it into vogue, but when yep. I see now guys, and it, it's just guys flail all over the place, and it, it happens in almost every NBA game you watch, I like that they instituted the rule, but I just think that officials should not hesitate to, especially if you go back and look and there's no contact, like, come on, man, like, we're going to start calling this, and we're going to start making the penalty a little bit more than 10 bucks to uh, the it, average American. Uh, uh, that is laughable, and... and... If you're gonna do it, do it right. If you're trying to deter it, that's you make it twenty grand at least. To that at that point, it's like, oh, okay, hold on, two grand to these guys. As you mentioned, right. it's ten dollars right. to you and I. He's Aaron yes. Goldham around me and Fitzsimmons. That's a joke here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel eighty. Right now, ninety three ninety. Uh, Mavericks lead the Lakers uh, as the third quarter is winding down. The Lakers just won the in season tournament, and I enjoyed it. I, I thought I-, I was I was surprised as to how much I, I enjoyed it. To the point where, because Mark Kestershire is our NBA lead play-by-play man. And we were doing a game out in Utah. I think it was U, uh, the Utes in UCLA, like week four. Yeah. And we were talking about you know, the, the in-season tournament. And I said, I don't know how, I'm gonna, how I feel about this. I understand Premier League. And, and he said, that's what Adam Silver wants. He's not wanting you to enjoy it. He's looking at the 13, 14, 15-year-olds that seven, eight years from now, it's going to be like Premier League soccer. Well, yeah. guess what? It hit a hell of a lot faster than that. I enjoyed the ever-loving hell out of it to the point where the Lakers are going to raise an in-season champion banner. And some people were laughing at this. I think it's genius. One, LeBron James bought in. All the big stars bought in. And by raising that banner, and it's going to be a different color than the 
world champion banners, it also shows you the magnitude and how big this is, not just to LeBron and the Lakers, but to the league. And by raising the banner, it, it, it's like Premier League soccer. It shows you how big they want this thing to be. So I think that for the Lakers, who have 17 NBA championships, I'm fine with them raising a banner, but it should go in a different section of the rafters and sure, look, totally, look totally different. Like, don't make it out like this is the 1987 NBA title that they won in five over the Celtics. You want to put Magic it on the other Spadino. side of the barn? Go right yes, ahead. Yeah, yes. I want to put it Stack on Stack them other. on that side. You yeah, know? Th- th- this is not, you know, 2009, 2010 when you overcame Boston in seven games with Kobe shooting six for 24. Like, th- th- there's there's no it's not that level of history but okay i agree with you that during a part of the nba season when it's like fifth or sixth on the radar screen unless there's some player demanded to be traded or something wild happens and a guy scores 80 points or something we're all asleep on the nba until football is over well i i saw the rating from abc on a saturday night when there wasn't a ton going on this past saturday and it rated as well as the games do on Christmas Day. I mean, it, there were yeah, a lot of awesome. people watching, and not just because it was the Lakers. I think there are a lot of people that got hooked into it. I, I thought it was absolutely – it exceeded every expectation that I had. Adam Silver, well done. Lakers, hoist that damn banner. This is ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A goodbye theme? Damn. Well, there in Goldhammer, in for Amber Wilson. I'm Ian Fitzsimmons. Whenever Rachel is aping, we, uh, we try and figure out her return theme, and we, uh, we're striking out. Goldie, you got a shot here? I don't. I need the list of songs. And if you give me the list of songs, then maybe I'll have a chance at it. But I I haven't been doing a good enough job of keeping track. You know, I've been focusing on, I don't know, the topics on the actual show. No, you're still you're still focused on your state of the art trash can where if some random stranger drops a bag of dog feces in it, you're going to like spontaneously combust. You're that was a topic, me. by the way, about an hour ago here, that yeah. Jeff Passan, our MBL, MLB insider, right. was very passionate about. <laughs> yes, he was, and you're, you're going to kill me as I went back. Guess how much the garbage cans that are in my garage cost. Okay, first of all, all right, hold, we're going to get to big deal or not a big deal in a moment. I need a 20-second. No, I need a full timeout. You actually pay for a trash can. We have to. 
in the community in which I live, they don't provide you with the garbage cans. It is your responsibility to buy your own garbage cans. Do you and, get to take it with you when you leave? Yes, if you want. Okay. I mean, I don't know. How, do you really does, want to schlep a garbage what can? What is this thing doing? Like, does it is it robotic? Does it go from your garage to the street and back? Is it is it is it? It's is it a, motorized? It, it, we got two of them, and they're nice garbage cans. And I went what, back what and checked. Const, what constitutes a nice garbage question. can? Are they motorized? You didn't they're, answer the question. They're not, okay, they're okay. not motorized. Good, so that's kind of a good brilliant journalistic idea. follow-up, James Steele. Well done. I didn't well like done. how he avoided that. I thought they might have been <laughs> motorized. <laughs> These garbage cans cost $99.99. They were $100 garbage cans. What? Yes. You drop a baby's diaper in there, and you're paying a hundred bucks. Hey, man, it's the price of poker. I guess when you live in this, man, that gated community you're living in is big it's time, not, it's bro. It's not a gated community. I mean, it's just they're weird about trash Lord. here. That's almost as much as the flopping fine. <laughs> Malik it's ten Monk flops. Oh, right, it's ten, ten flops from yeah. Malik Monk. <laughs> hey, my hand's up on the freebie from the city of Dallas. So there you go. All right. Uh, and we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Lord knows we need it. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance or trash can insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Do you insure that damn thing? I mean, it's like a vehicle. Oh, I, let me be clear. My I got two God. of them for $100. They were forty nine ninety nine. I don't care. 100 bucks for trash cans. I still let a neighbor go or whomever, a random stranger, drop a random dog bag right in that sucker. All right, let's get into it. Big deal, not a big deal. It's making headlines. Extra, extra, read all about it. But is it a big deal or not a big deal with Amber and Ian? Amber Wilson has the night off. Aaron Goldhammer is in. We turn this portion of the show over to our producer, James Steele. James? Uh, thank you. Uh, so this just happened not too long ago. Um, Nikola Jokic was immediately ejected from the Bulls-Nuggets game for arguing a no-call. Uh, the Bulls announcers, Adam Amin and Stacey King, were even in disbelief. The, they said the people didn't come to see the officials, let's be honest. They came to see the players. It's also Serbian Heritage Night in Chicago. Unbelievable. Hammer, <laughs> hammer big deal, not a big deal that Jokic got wow. thrown out on Serbian Heritage Night. Oh Look, God. I think it's a big deal because this is the MVP of the league, and it's pretty obvious to me. Now, I don't have a microphone on the accordion, but it's pretty clear if you go back and watch this. He didn't drop like some kind of really offensive if he said something nasty you give him a single tech you send the Bulls player to the line to shoot one free throw and you let the MVP entertain the fans on Serbian night you ruined Serbian night in the city of Chicago yeah this isn't just a big deal this is this is massive um you've got the commissioner of your league talking about load management because when a team like Denver with the MVP is on the road in a city like Chicago, you don't get to see that team very often. And you're launching this dude for having a few words. I mean, he didn't go crash Davis in, in Bull no. Durham where it's a certain word. It's a no, no with refs and umpires. Right. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, my, I, my, that is if I'm Adam silver, I'm having a, a very firm conversation with that particular ref. Who launched Jokic? Not forget even Serbian night, right? Just because that's the MVP on the road, and you're going to give him a ticky tack, double T, bam, bam. That's a big deal. And if I'm Adam Silver, I'm on the horn. Um, just so you know, Ian, uh, 
Hammer sent us the trash cans that he bought. It looks like you can pick different colors too. So, did you do you have a special color? I, w- I went with black, just black you know, standard, okay. traditional. Doesn't yep. seem like. Hold you, on a minute. It doesn't seem like. You Wait a, a second. Black, you uh, said earlier you were worried about dog feces staining the bottom of your trash can, but it's a, it's nice a trash black can. trash can. But it's black. But I, so I, how are you going to see the stain? If it's I'll, a black trash can. It, it, I'm not worried about seeing it. I'm worried about smelling it. I'm worried about... You're dropping a baby's pooped. diaper in the thing. Nah, my baby's... Again, I, I made this argument with you earlier. It's much cleaner to have hum, human poop than dog poop. Uh, a dog's uh, poop is much dirtier. I would love to blindfold you and take a whiff of both and, and have you go with a Pepsi challenge and see if you could pass it. That's human. That's 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 canine. Back I to you, James. definitely could tell you. <laughs> that's a, I mean, that's impressive. That might be a big deal also. All right. Uh, <laughs> so last night on the Manning cast, uh, Eli and Peyton had Nate Bargatze, the uh, comedian, on with them. And Nate asked them, uh, if they could tell, if they if they were blindfolded, would they be able to tell that they had a backup center? And here's the audio. Yeah, you kind of want your hands to be for one set of butt cheeks, Nate. So you don't really want to, you know, share that with with several. Could, so uh, you try to stay could loyal. You, uh, could you blindfold and just have your hands under and tell who it is? Yeah, hundred percent. I could yeah. for sure. I, I knew I knew Jeff Saturday's butt cheeks as well as anybody. So yeah, I mean I don't think you ever want to blind. You don't want to use blindfold and butt cheeks together very often. But can we uh, stop saying yeah. the word butt cheeks. Yeah. It's bothering. Yeah, we can. <laughs> All right. So Ian, big deal, not a big deal. That Peyton Manning says that he could be blindfolded and put his hands on Jeff Saturday's butt cheeks and know if it was Jeff Saturday or not. Jeff Saturday will be on Get Up tomorrow morning, and I'm assuming this will be a – oh, no, well, they, he was this on morning. A, he was on, on Sportsman to, uh, today, yeah, and he was – Talking about it? Yeah. He, I think he was a little skeptical. Oh, that means he's, he's a little, little jealous, sounds like, right? I mean, maybe? I don't know. Could a center tell the difference, Goldie, between one quarterback's hands on his butt cheeks compared to another? I is, think, it, is it does it does it swing both ways? I think butt cheeks are more distinctive than hands, so I would say no. It's more likely that Peyton could identify than than Jeff identifying Peyton. I'm, I don't think that works both ways. Okay, I, I I listen. I didn't play at a high level or anything. I was a center in high school. I think that I would know. It's more about pressure, I think, than it is about the actual hands. Whenever you're under there, I'm just saying. Like, okay. I would know one yeah. quarterback from the other. Did you see what Aaron Rodgers, when they asked Aaron Rodgers about McCoy, the center from New Orleans, getting into it with Derek Carr, quarterback New Orleans? Well, I mean, it got heated, and, and Aaron goes, I, I didn't I didn't see it. What was Derek so upset about? I mean, did he uh, – I'm going to clean it up a little bit. He goes, did he, did he toot on his hand or something? I mean, what, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, all right, yeah. I, I would say not a big deal. Oh, unless unless he can truly tell the difference between a center's buttocks compared to another one, that would be a big deal. I, I think I think we might need to test that out. I really want to know. I, I agree. Yeah. I think uh, let's identify the worst remaining Monday night game on the schedule, and during the second quarter of that game, let's line up a bunch of rather, rather bigger dudes, and let's see if Peyton can actually identify. Only Jeff one is Saturday's Jeff Saturday. Button. There yes. we go. Yeah, yep. yeah. Hey, I, 
I wonder. I wonder how. I mean, Jeff Saturday is is a lot smaller compared to what he used to be. I wonder if that would, you know, I wonder if that would impact. I don't know. It's a good question. All right, All right we'll, we'll marinate on that one. Right. Back to you. All right, so we got butt cheeks into the show too. I'm very happy with how this is going today. Um, let's go back to the Bulls in Chicago. Uh, the Bulls are uh, going to put Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Dennis Rodman as the headliners for their inaugural class for the Chicago Bulls Ring of Honor. The Bulls unveiled their plans for the Ring of Honor on Tuesday. The first class includes 13 men and the 1995-96 team, which went 72-10 and 10 and won the NBA title. Hammer, big deal, not a big deal. The Bulls are uh, doing a Ring of Honor. Yeah, to Michael Jordan, this is the least deal of all time. Michael Jordan is above the Bulls' Ring of Honor. They should have a Ring of Honor for, you know, Johnny Red Kerr and Horace Grant and Ben Gordon and uh, Derrick Rose. Those guys belong in the Ring of Honor. for the Michael Jordan <laughs> deserves to have the stadium, the street, the arena, every seat named after him. And he doesn't deserve to have his name next to Dennis Rodman and certainly not next to Scotty. Because, you know, if both Michael and Scotty were going to show up, they're not showing up to this thing together. And now that would be a big deal. Can we have him play one-on-one? <laughs> just, just to see how bloody that thing got. I'm with you. I mean, if you're going to do it, you have Michael Jordan Jr. above the next tier, and that's Scotty Rodman, right? And then you have, you know, it's this. This to me, and you mentioned this earlier during your break, and I think you're right. This is a one way also for the Bulls organization to say, Michael, please come home, right? And and. Salute the crowd and all that good stuff and have them because go nuts. there's nothing on the court right now that the Chicago Bulls want to get excited right. about or promote. I guess they've won a couple games in a row or whatever, but the team's going nowhere. So the biggest thing that would happen in that arena all year, aside bring from Connor Bedard back. scoring goals, yeah. is bringing Michael Jordan back. Yeah. Uh, one more real quick. On. Uh, since you mentioned Connor Bedard, Bedard against McDavid tonight on ESPN at 10 o'clock. Yeah, big deal, not a big deal. Be, not massive, tremendous, huge. Mount Everest, all about it. You know, my CBJ stink again. I mean, that's like an annual rite of passage. So, anytime I get to watch two of the young stars, and well, I guess McDavid's not that young anymore, but I'm all in, man. Let's bring it on. I, I mean, this will actually keep me up and have me watch serious, gr- phenomenal hockey tonight because Lord knows my team stinks. How great would it be if those guys faced each other in a playoff series? Oh, brother. Talk about must-see TV hockey. Great for the net. Great for ESPN+. Like, I am all aboard with that. Let's have that happen. My Blue Jackets right now, you know where they are in the standings in, in the Met? It's not good. Dead last. Why do I still support these guys? Why? Because because, because when they were it my first team. Around, they were, yeah, they were my first team. Yeah, yeah, they're yep. never going to turn it around. Sorry, Ian. Dude, stop it, man. No we have a game two against the freaking Caps. I mean, don't even get me started. They go on to freaking win it all, and it was a BS call. Anyway, sorry, I haven't turned that loose yet. Now, that makes Kinda me like- mad too, because the Penguins would have wiped the floor with the. Blue Jackets, and they yeah. lost to the Capitals in the second round. I, I would have been happy just to survive in advance and see a second round. And have your pens just kick the ever-loving snot out of us. Closing ceremonies are on deck when you return right here on ESPN Radio. Every time our girl Rachel is aping and selects the music, there's always a theme to it. And we, we, 
Goldhammer and I, Aaron Goldhammer in for Amber Wilson. I'm Ian Fitzsimmons here on ESPN Radio. I, I got nothing, man. I, it was a lot of country earlier, a lot of boy mentions, a lot of leaving, and it, but I got I, she stumped me this week. I got nothing. I guess I got a weird guess here from listening to the last couple, and maybe I, this might be way off, but might it be songs that they love to play in arenas, like jock jammy type of songs? Am I cl- am I guess. anywhere near? No, but that might be a good theme for later. All right, give it. Uh, give us the list, and then America, play along here and, and see if you can figure out what the theme is. All right, r- run it down for us. What do we got? All right, here we go. We got Kelly Clarkson. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Uh-huh. Christina Aguilera. Ain't no other man. CeeLo Green. Forget you. Shakira. Hips don't live. Miley Cyrus. Wrecking Ball. Blake Shelton. Breaking up. Here. Nope. 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 Damn. Reba. Fancy. Maroon Five. This love. And Gwen Stefani, "Sweet Escape" was our final song. Mike, what I got? What the hell? I got nothing. This, these seem like a bunch of random songs just do you, thrown do you together. Want a hint? Uh, no. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Defeated. Yes. No. Of course. I, I am Miami. It's right. More, <laughs> it's more about the artist than it is about the songs. Did you figure it out, Steele? He cheated. I told him. Okay, never mind. Let's go. Run down the artist one more time. All right, oh, Kelly, my Lord. Kelly Clarkson. Uh-huh. Christina Aguilera. Yep. CeeLo Green. <sighs> Shakira. Miley Cyrus. Blake Shelton. Reba McIntyre. This one was tricky. Maroon 5. Adam Levine. And Gwen Stefani. I got nothing. They're all hosts of that show on NBC, The Voice. Holy Lord. I got I, How about that? I haven't that seen it. To it. I, I haven't seen it since that dude. It looked like Chris Stapleton won it. That was like 10 years ago. That should be when Adam Levine... Blake Shelton, CeeLo, and Christina were on it. Uh, so you, you, when you mentioned Adam Levine as the lead singer of Maroon, that's what kind of gave it away. I was like, why are all these people connected? And I've seen the promos while I watch Sunday Night Football. That's it. I, I don't think I've ever watched the show. I had zero shot in ever getting that. So I, I feel kind of better about myself for, for not being – normally I'm pretty good with it, but tonight, I mean, she kicked my big bloated butt. All right, speaking of – It was a of, tough one. It was a tough one. Yeah, was lie. We thought maybe Goldhammer would be the one to get it, and I think that's yeah, why she picked it whenever I, I, we zero, found Zero out. chance for me. I mean, I had, I had less than zero. But, I, but anyway, yeah. I, I had nothing. All right, Jeff Passan was with us earlier, along with our other great guest, Albert Breer from the NFL Owners Meetings. I still can't believe that the tush push is on the NFL owners' agenda as to whether it should be outlawed and made an illegal play. That is ridiculous. It's absurd. Uh, Aaron and I almost spontaneously combusted when Breer told us that. It makes absolutely no sense, but, you know. Fix your I, officiating crisis. Right? And stop trying to, what, what do you, we need more rules? This, mean, this game needs more what? rules. Like, it's, we all need more holes in our head. It's like what Breer said. In case you missed Albert Breer about an hour and a half ago, it's, if every team, and they call it cheat codes, right? If every team had found a, a little loophole in a rule and they were all doing it, then, yes, you fix that. But this is one team 
that is able to do this consistently. Therefore, it should not be outlawed. Just stop it. Figure out a way to stop it. Until then, it's first and nine for Philadelphia on every possession. And to your point, it's because they can block well and run hard. Like those, Those are football concepts. It might not look like a football play, but because they're bigger and stronger, that's sort of the nature of sports going back to the beginning of time. Absolutely ridiculous. Just in case you missed it, here is Breer on that very thing. If there was a pass play that was a cheat code for some team, like running the uh, running the corner out in Madden ninety seven, um, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, would, would, yeah, would the yeah. league be talking about outlawing it? No. And look, like I I know we've talked about player health and safety. And that's an important piece of all of this, of course. But I mean, I don't feel like there's been an overabundance of injuries on these plays. I, like I don't know, maybe I'm missing something, but I don't feel like there's been one. I mean, they're all it's no. obviously a physical play, but it's all close contact. There's not somebody like running with a full head of steam at somebody. I, that's something I've come around on too. Is like the more I look at it, I'm like, yeah, it's like a physical play, but I don't know that it's overly dangerous. You know, especially if your quarterback is executing it properly. No, they've they've got a Hall of Fame center with, with a low center of gravity. You got two guards that are strong as oxes that were also former centers, low center of gravity, and a quarterback that can squat a house. You can't replicate that. It it, it shouldn't even be I mean, on other, the agenda. Other teams but are anyway, trying, but they're all failing. They're all failing. That's my point. Yeah, there's no cheat code here. It's it's it shouldn't even be on the agenda. That was a big part of the show tonight. And then also, well, when we asked Jeff Passan about is it okay. If a random stranger, his dog has dropped a deuce, he picked it up, it's in the bag, and he goes by your trash can, which is set for pickup, has not been picked up yet, and the the stranger drops the poop in your trash can, is that okay? Jeff Passon's reaction was? I think it's okay. But I was told by my wife on a walk that it is definitely not okay Bring that bag back to our house now. So this happened to you recently. This is tremendous. Uh, what was your no, reaction? This was not recent. This was this was years ago, and I've been carrying. I've been like shamefully carrying around bags of feces ever since. <laughs> he he felt so relieved to drop that little nugget on us. I mean, it was like he's been holding that in for years. Yes, Golden Hammers to talk about Shohei Otani, and he said, "Quote." I've been carrying around these bags of feces <laughs> shamefully for years. You said if you, if a random stranger were to drop a random bag of dog feces in your $100 trash can, you would go out basically and fight. I have no problem with it. Go ahead. I mean, I because it happened today. That's why we brought it up on the show. Yeah. I, in, I, in my front yard. I don't want your dog or your dog's poo anywhere near my. Now, if it's a public trash can. Or a public dumpster, no, like your that's trash what public. Can. The, it's for. a this trash can. You're, you're invading my space, my And home. it's not like he chose a fun color for his trash can. Let's a, not forget that a, either. His whole thing was it may stain the bottom of my trash can. His trash can's black. I don't want it. Be a neighbor, Hammer. Come on. Nope. I've never seen phones light up like like this before in my life, y'all. In all my years at ESPN Radio. 